maybe money does grow on trees. This is the Environment Report. I'm Lester Graham. I'm sure it's no big surprise to you that shade trees can save you money on your energy bill in the summer. But for the first time, researchers have put a dollar figure on those trees by studying utility bills. Rebecca Williams has been looking at this. So how much is my shade tree worth to me? It depends where you put it. Economists at the Forest Service Research Station studied homes in California. Jeffrey Donovan is one of those researchers. And when I talked to him, he said that it turns out if you have shade trees on the south or west sides of your home, that can actually reduce your electricity use by 5%. So on average, 25 bucks a year. Putting a tree somewhere where it's going to cast shadows at the warmest time of the day. The other thing you want to think about is winter sunshine. Particularly on the south side of a house, you may want to put a deciduous tree as opposed to an evergreen tree. So in the wintertime, you're going to get some sunshine through that. And how close you put those trees to your house matters, too. These guys say to get the best energy savings, the trees should be within 40 to 60 feet of your house. But not everybody likes having big trees that close to the house. Yeah, you can imagine the first big windstorm. Right. Thanks, Reb. Thanks, Lester. Congress is getting ready to pass legislation that would designate more than 2 million acres as wilderness. Among the sites, parts of the Sierra Nevadas, Zion National Park in Utah, Rocky Mountain National Park in Colorado, and Pictured Rocks National Lakeshore in Michigan. They'd all be designated as wilderness. Some Republicans don't like the fact that it would stop oil and gas exploration at those sites. This is the Environment Report. You've probably seen new environmentally friendly cleansers advertised on TV or on the shelf at the supermarket. Most people take a pass on them. They're not sure those natural cleansers will work as well. But some of the places that need to be really clean, sterile, are finding green cleansers are better. Julie Grant visited a hospital that, like many across the nation, is replacing old chemical cleansers with green cleansers. It used to stink whenever the cleaning guys at the Cleveland Clinic needed to strip the floors. They started clearing areas of the hospital on floor cleaning days. Today, Dennis Casey says they drive around on a new scrubbing machine. It's called an orbital scrubber, and it strips the floors without the use of chemicals, only water. Casey says it works just as well as the old chemicals, but it doesn't smell and it takes a lot less time. Of course, water alone isn't enough for every job. They still use bleach at the clinic. It's a great disinfectant, but only in specific places, door handles and other high-traffic areas. Other places, like windows and bathrooms, can get just as clean without other harsh chemicals. At first, it was tough for some folks on the cleaning staff to accept the new, fragrance-free products. Those strong smells signaled a clean room. Christina Ayers is environmental coordinator at the Cleveland Clinic. We have to help people understand that clean smells of nothing and that when you're smelling all of those smells that are associated with clean, all those volatile organic compounds that come out of those cleaning products, you don't really want to be inhaling all of that product. Ayers says people with asthma and other breathing problems understand that right away. And often others just need a little explanation. And they quickly go accustomed to the new smell of clean, which is a much more mild and fresh and less chemical smell than what you might be familiar with even in your own home. In fact, I talked with one woman on the cleaning staff who says since the hospital switched to more natural products, she's seen how well they work and has started using green cleaners at home. Clean and green at home. That's the Environment Report. I'm Lester Graham. Support comes from the Park Foundation, the George Gund Foundation, and the Gaylord and Dorothy Donnelly Foundation. You can hear this report and get more information at environmentreport.org. The Environment Report comes from the University of Michigan.